Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. Vinyl Vibrations is musical exploration into sounds and grooves from artists that produce their works on vinyl records. Vinyl records in commercial form date back to 1948 with the first 12-inch LPs, followed 10 years later with the first stereo LP in 1958 and into the 1960s, the so-called golden age of vinyl, all the way to current time. Even today, some artists are producing on vinyl records. Many music media formats have come and gone. Today's world of media is the music cloud and music downloads. Not long ago, it was music CDs. If you were around in the 1960s and 70s, you experienced the 8-track tape and the cassette tape. Some of those old magnetic tapes and CDs have lost their playability, while the vinyl LP has stood the test of time. Vinyl Records captures a rich period in pop, rock, jazz, and classical music history. In each show, I explore difference makers, differentiators, things that have made the artist's work unique and timeless. I'm your host, Brian Frederick, here on Vinyl Vibrations. In today's Vinyl Vibrations podcast, we explore odd meters. First, a quick primer on meter. If you're a musician, this will take a minute, so bear with me if you will. Rhythm is the arrangement of sounds in time. Meter places time into groupings called measures or bars. The meter signature, or time signature, is noted as two numbers stacked one above the other, like a fraction. The top number is the number of beats in a bar or measure, and the bottom number is the type of note that represents a beat. Most commonly, it is a quarter note. Two most common time signatures are 3-4 for three-quarter notes per measure, or 4-4 four, four for four-quarter notes per measure. A popular example of three-quarter time is the waltz. It's a simple signature comprised of three-quarter notes. This is the sound of 3-4. Examples of 4-4 time can be found throughout pop, rock, country, even the classics. It's a simple signature comprised of four quarter notes. This is the sound of 4-4. In today's podcast, we will hear odd meters, starting with the Rite of Spring, Igor Stravinsky, Take 5, David Brubeck, Toads of the Short Forest, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention, Money, Pink Floyd, Good Morning, Good Morning, The Beatles, Sgt. Pepper's, Lonely Hearts Club Band, and Living in the Past, Jethro Tull, here on Vinyl Vibrations. So let's start today's show. 
Odd Meters, here on Vinyl Vibrations. We begin with The Rite of Spring, Part 2, Sacrificial Dance, Igor Stravinsky. Experts have said that the ballet The Rite of Spring, composed in 1913, changed music forever. It is famous for causing a riot in 1913 at its premiere in Paris. This is because the music and dancing was so different than anything people had heard before. The energy, rhythms, and colorful sounds are amazing, even a century later. Igor Stravinsky was one of the first to introduce odd meters into Western classical music in his Rite of Spring. Rite of Spring is an example of the absence of a predictable meter or refusal to adhere to traditional meter. At the time, traditional meant ballet dance with 3-4 meter, a demure orchestra supporting, building, mirroring the dance choreography. Instead, Rite of Spring demonstrates the uses of pulses and rhythms in music and dance. This is a complete departure from the norm. Dancers beat the pulse of music with their feet and arms. Dancers gather and disperse like the rhythmic formations of the music. The rhythm is blatant and out front to create further tension and frustration to the 1913 audience. The dance rhythm breaks from the music rhythm in the last movement, sacrificial dance. The style of music is that there is no consistent downbeat. This arrangement was an outrage, no consistent time not done before. The Rite of Spring was premiered on Thursday, May 29, 1913 in Paris and was conducted by Pierre Monteau. The intensely rhythmic score and primitive stage performance shocked the audience as Nijinsky's choreography was a radical departure from classical ballet. The audience began to boo loudly. There were loud arguments in the audience, followed by shouts and fistfights in the aisles. Unrest turned into a riot. The Paris police arrived, but even so, chaos reigned for the remainder of the performance. Music critic Abigail Wagner described it well. She said, The 1913 audience's shock at hearing right was akin to that of someone who has only read verse in iambic pentameter, reading a prose novel for the first time. This is the climactic finale of The Rite of Spring, the closing episode of the sacrificial dance from the Rite of Spring, Igor Stravinsky.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. Thank you. 
touch that dial it's final vibrations with your host brian frederick here on wbfm podcast radio that was take five dave brubeck quartet the album time out recorded in new york at columbia records 1959 dave brubeck american jazz pianist was born in 1920 he studied with the French composer Darius Milhoud, who in turn had been strongly influenced by Stravinsky, and is credited, Brubeck is, with the introduction of shifting rhythms that sparked a far-reaching surge of interest in jazz and pop music in the 60s. Brubeck shook up the jazz world in 1959 by his use of odd meters. He started to experiment in polyrhythms. After returning from a trip to Turkey in 1958, he produced an album of all original compositions in a variety of time signatures. This album, Time Out, was almost rejected by Columbia Records. But the third cut, Take Five, soon became the biggest selling jazz single of all time. It is in 5-4 time. Take 5 is a jazz classic. On the album, there are seven tracks, all songs in odd or changing time. On the album, we have Dave Brubeck piano, Paul Desmond alto sax, Eugene Wright double bass, and Joe Morello drums. And before that, we heard The Rite of Spring, Part 2, The Sacrifice, Sacrificial Dance, Igor Stravinsky by the London Symphony Orchestra. Next we hear Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention and their song Toads of the Short Forest from the album Weasels Ripped My Flesh, recorded in 1969. Frank Zappa began writing classical music in high school while at the same time playing drums in rhythm and blues bands. He later switched to playing electric guitar. He was a self-taught composer, drummer, and guitarist. His 1966 debut album with the mothers of invention, Freak Out, combined songs in conventional rock and roll with improv and sound collages. This song, Toads of the Short Forest, uses multiple time signatures in a polyrhythm. You will hear Zappa 
well into the song saying what time each musician is playing in. The song features Frank Zappa lead guitar, Jimmy Carl Black and Art Tripp on drums, Don Preston on organ and electronic effects, and Ian Underwood on the alto saxophone blowing its nose. Produced by Frank Zappa in 1970, Bizarre Reprise Records. Here is Toads of the Short Forest.
Don't touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. Get back I'm all 
Touch that dial. It's Vinyl Vibrations with your host, Brian Frederick, here on WBFM Podcast Radio. That was Money by Pink Floyd from the album The Dark Side of the Moon. That was 7 4 time. switches into 4-4 time for the excellent guitar solo by David Gilmour. This is the eighth studio album by English progressive rock band Pink Floyd. The song opens side two of the album. One distinctive element of money is the rhythmic sequence of sound effects that begins the track and is heard throughout the first several bars. This was created by splicing together recordings Walters had made of clinking coins, ringing cash register, tearing paper, a clicking machine to construct seven beat effects loop the wonder and beauty of tape-recorded effects in the early years. The personnel include David Gilmour on guitars and vocals, Roger Waters, the music, the lyrics, the bass guitar and the tape effects, Richard Wright on the Wurlitzer electric piano, Nick Mason on drums and tape effects, and Dick Perry on tenor sax. The composer is the bassist, Roger Waters. He composed all songs on the album. It was produced by Pink Floyd, recorded at Abbey Road's studios in London, between 72 and 73, released by Gramophone Company, 1973. And before that, Toads of the Short Forest, Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention, the album Weasels Rip My Flesh, 1969. Next is Good Morning, Good Morning from the album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. This song has been transcribed as a mixture of 4-4, 3-4, and 5-4, composed by John Lennon, credited to Lennon-McCartney. Recorded in 1967, the guitar solo was played by Paul McCartney, performed by the Beatles on Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. The song has an unusual rhythmic feel. It does not use the same time signature throughout. Produced by George Martin, personnel included John Lennon on vocal and rhythm guitar, Paul McCartney, the backing vocal, the lead guitar and bass guitar, George Harrison, backing vocal and lead guitar, and Ringo Starr, drums and tambourine, and several brass parts and musicians added after the fact. Good morning, good morning 
from the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album. to do to save his life, call his wife in. Nothing to say, but what a day, how's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you. I've got nothing to say, but it's okay. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Going to work, don't wanna go, feeling low down. Heading for home, you start to roam, then you're in town. Everybody knows there's nothing doing, everything is closed, it's like a ruin. Everyone you see is half asleep, and you're on your own, you're in the street. After a while, you start to smile, now you feel cool. Then you decide to take a walk by the old school. Nothing has changed, it's still the same I've got nothing to say, but it's okay touch that dial it's final vibrations with your host brian frederick here on wbfm podcast radio
Living in the Past by Jethro Tull, composed 1969, a single release. Composed by Ian Anderson, this song is notable for being written in the unusual 5-4 time signature. Personnel included Ian Anderson on flute and vocals, Glenn Cornick bass guitar, Martin Barr guitar, and Clive Bunker drums. This was released in the U.S. as the same year as their stand-up album in 1969. It was a standalone single, Island Records. It also appears on a 1972 compilation album, Living in the Past by Jethro Tull. And before that, we heard Good Morning, Good Morning from the album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, recorded in 1967. That's it for today's show, Odd Meters on Vinyl Vibrations. Stay subscribed for more episodes. This is your host, Brian Frederick. See you on the next episode of Vinyl Vibrations. Vibrations with your host Brian Frederick here on WBFM Podcast Radio.